0: We gather today to worship, to worship God. And, and really, our worship is, is um, its about remembering, about remembering what God's done on our behalf. Uh, he gave His only Son so that we could have life. And Memorial Day weekend is that, that weekend where we remember, um, remember those who have given so that we can worship, so that we can gather, so that we can celebrate. God's goodness in our lives, and so we just want to take a moment and and just just give thanks for this incredible liberty that we have. We live in one, I you know, the years that I've pastored, the majority of them, except for for five, have been right at the gates of of military bases. I was outside Edgewood Arsenal and Aberdeen Proving Ground for six years, and I've been here twelve. Um, and and it's in these communities that I think. Uh, really, it's, it becomes very real for us. So, uh, let's pray, all righty, Our Father, this morning we do give thanks and praise to You for Your incredible love for us and that You loved us enough that, that God, uh, Christ died on the cross that we might have life. And God, in a very real way, we live in this community where we are constantly reminded that there are those who have sacrificed so that we might enjoy the liberty and the freedom uh, that is established in you. That, that's where our nation takes it from, is that you have given us liberty. You have given us freedom. And so I thank you, God, for those who have sacrificed. I thank you for the families who have lost. And God, I thank you for our community that at a time like this, it becomes very real. And just pray, God, that we would be the love, that we would be the support, that we would be the encouragement, God, that you've called us to be uh, to our neighbors and our friends and our families and to our community. God, we again just give you thanks and remember uh, that which we have been given, and we pray it in Jesus' name, amen. Memories are funny things, right? Uh, I was going to preach the last message on identity this morning, and I changed or maybe God changed my mind. Um, and so I started thinking about memories. And started thinking that as I, I uh, uh, let's say, advance uh, each year, <laughs> that memory is uh, <laughs> funny. You know, every time you get in a car, you've got to remember some things, Right? Right? you got to remember some things. You get in the car, you, you you got to, like now, see, I remember my very first car was a Chevy Vega and, and, and you get in the car and you remember, sit down and, and, and the key goes here. You know, you have to remember, okay, the key goes here. It, it go, and back then it had to go right side up. Nowadays you can flip them all around, it don't matter. My son has a car that doesn't even have a key. You just get in and poke the button cranks up or he can poke the button from his bedroom and it'll start outdoors you know there's some things we got to remember All right, so when i get in my car and and go down the the street that i live on and i get to the stop sign there's some things i have to remember i have to remember that on 17 uh you uh, from my my street you you don't turn left it'd be a bad thing you turn right and you go up, and you remember that, okay, I turn right right here, and I remember, okay, if I just go right there, I'm going to... Now, you might do it by some sort of rote memory, muscle memory kind of thing, but you turn right, you go up, you make a U-turn, you go back, and, and typically speaking, you know, Lowe's Harris Teeter, somewhere along that, that that's where I'm going, because uh, those are memory. Things that you remember, things that you recall, things that you, 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 you somehow in the, in the incredible mechanics of the, the electric synapse and and connections of the mind, God has given us a capacity to retain. In ourselves, in our minds, in our brains somehow, the things that have gone on in life. I, I remember uh, Friday night, we, we had the privilege of celebrating my son's graduation. Woo! All right. I, I actually got to preach at my son's graduation. How many dads get to do that? That was a very cool thing for me to get up. And, and, and you all, thank you for your prayers. I didn't get teary-eyed once. I got up and preached like it was a Sunday morning, except shorter. (laughs) Because the pastor up there, and and Rob Widell is the pastor at Fellowship Baptist Church and sort of the the administrator for the school. And I went back, I said, Rob, I said, I forgot. How long did you say I have? He said, Well, you know, 10, 15 minutes. He said, But remember, they're not here to hear you. How about that? A little dose of reality right there is pretty good, right? You know? So so our memories are these incredible creations of God. There are those out there that want to explain that it it just sort of happened by some sort of natural progression. But but God has given us this capacity to remember. So today as we celebrate Memorial Day, I, I, I titled today's message, Just Remember Those. Now you can pick and choose whatever it is you want to remember today. But to be quite honest with you, living in this community, it's difficult not to remember those that we've known or come in contact with who have given their lives in service to this nation, or or for. I've I and years and years ago, I adopted this idea that that those people that I've come in contact with who have lost their lives in service military. I was like I said, I was outside of army bases up in Maryland, uh, Edgewood Arsenal, and in the proving ground up there, and outside Camp Lejeune here and. And, and it's difficult for me on Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend not to remember specific individuals that I've met and known that are no longer here, right? And yet, in my life, I I, I think about my grandmother. My grandmothers, neither of them are still alive. I remember them, right? So, so when we think about things and remember things... Um, we have, God has given us this capacity to be able to think back to, should we say trivial things? Like some things that are nonsense. I think the first memory that I can in any way sort of develop in my mind is is that uh, we got a new washing machine when I was a kid. Now, I, I've seen snapshots of earlier incidents in my life, and so I think I can remember those, but that's not true. They're just pictures. <laughs> but I remember this. Uh, I, I was given this box from the washing machine, right? And so I took it and and I took it out to this level place just up from our yard, and and I cut a door into it. I made me a fort out of the washing machine box, right? And, and so I was just, just really happily playing in my washing machine box fort. And uh, I have a little sister who's three and a half years younger than me. And, and yes, I, I remember her. Uh, anyway, sorry. But anyway, uh, it was time for dinner. And so uh, one day mom comes out and, and, and very politely she knocks on my, my door to my box, right? And says, uh, Bobby, come on, it's time for dinner. And I thought that was just the coolest thing that she knocked on the door of my box and invited me to dinner. And so I thought, hmm, that's pretty cool. (laughs) right? So the next day, I made sure I was in my fort at dinner time. Because I wanted Mom to come knock on my door again. Well, she didn't. She sent my little sister. And I knew she was coming. So that just as she got to the... And she was probably three maybe four years old, and she got to the door. I swung the door and went, hey, and man, she just, she fell apart. And I felt so bad that I had scared her so horribly like that. And I said, mom, you were supposed to come knock on the door. She said, I sent your sister. Right? That's the first Memory. I've been all week since I put this together. I've been all week trying to think, what's the first thing that I believe that I can actually remember? Now, quite honestly, I've told you all the story of the forest fire and my spanking. I remember that, but that's not a pleasant memory. Okay? 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. Paul is writing to the body of Christ at Thessalonica. Or if you go to Greece, they call it Thessaloniki. And this is what it says. Paul, Savanus, and Timothy. To the church of the Thessalonians. In God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace. We always thank God for all of you. Making mention of you constantly in our prayers. We recall in the presence of our God and Father your work. Produced by faith. Your labor, motivated by love. Your endurance, inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember. See, I I like that that Paul opens every letter this way. As a matter of fact, uh, Friday night at graduation, I, I shared from Galatians. And if you go look at the beginnings of each of Paul's letters... To, to the congregations in each of these locations and areas and regions, uh, Paul says to them, I thank God for you. I thank God every time I remember you. And so, so when we look at this passage, first of all, we see that, that, that Paul is encouraging thanksgiving. He, he's encouraging us to give thanks. For those that, that God has has given and and brought into our lives, and so so this week as I've been looking at this message and preparing and and thanking God, I, I think back to quite honestly, um, we've I, I've had the opportunity to talk with some young guys and some some guys that God's calling to ministry and, and our own staff that God's bringing along in ministry and and that they're serving and following and, and doing the things that God's calling to do. And, and it made me think back to when God called me to ministry, uh, all the way back to July of 1982. And and I remember I remember that Tuesday night, and I was talking to a missionary yesterday, no Friday at the graduation, I was talking to a missionary from Belarus. Uh, and 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 was telling him that God called me to ministry on a Tuesday night at a camp meeting when a missionary from South America was sharing. And quite honestly, I do remember that he was boring. And uh, I'm sharing a memory. Y'all just have to go with me, okay? I remember that he was boring. I remember that I didn't hear anything that the guy said. I remember he had some some baubles and some some. Brick a and some junk on a table and I'm not being disrespectful, I'm I'm sharing a memory. Um I remember thinking, and I was the counselor of the camp. I was the counselor for the boys in the camp, and and I'm I'm policing the boys and ready to thump somebody on the head if they get out of line. So I'm not paying attention to the missionary from from South America. I'm I'm doing my job, and then it came time for the invitation at the camp meeting and, and Epworth camp meeting and, and it's not even meeting this year. I was supposed to preach the opening night, but they're not meeting this year. And so there's a big altar down the front, you know, and, and they get up for the invitation. And because the missionary is the one being sharing, he says, he says, you know, and, and, and the president of the camp gets up and says, you know, maybe tonight God has spoken to you or moved into your heart that, that he's calling you to serve him or he's he's calling you to to ministry in some way or he's calling you to missions to go out into the world and tell others about Jesus and and I'm sitting there going okay I'm done I'm going to get a drink of water and so I got up from my seat on that Tuesday night it's invitation time. The kids are standing, we're singing it. I don't have to police anybody. I'm going to get a drink of water. But just as I was getting ready to leave the seat that I was sitting in, over were these hard wooden benches. you are fortunate. hope when you remember the gathering, you remember three-inch cushions. But here you go. Uh, I remember as I, I proceeded to turn left in the seat I was in, the water fountain was that way, and I couldn't breathe. Something was going on inside me that I can't explain to you. I was like, i got to get out of here. I'm going to get some water. And so I started, and I had every intention when I got to the end of the seat to turn left and head to the water fountain, and and yet I turned right. And I went down from the back, because I was sitting behind all the boys, keeping them in line. I went all the way down to the front of the tabernacle to the wooden worship altar, prayer altar down front. And I just fell down in tears, going, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. The president, who was a friend of mine, Enoch Finkley, he came over and put his hands on me and began to pray. And and some other steps had led up to this particular night. And Eddie Piper, who was the worship leader, he came over and laid his hands on me. And and other men and and trustees of the camp came over and and they began to pray for me. And, And that was the night that I stepped away from that altar and said, Okay, God, whatever. Whatever you want. I've never, never looked back from that night not knowing that God called me to this. You see? So when I think back to an Enoch Finkley, I go, God, thank you for Enoch Finkley. Thank you for Eddie Piper. Right? Thank you for old Pinky Weber. He was the guy that scared us to death. Because you could be sitting there in camp meeting and the preacher would say something worth responding to and Pinky would go, Glory! And, and we'd react just like you did. Right? But think about it. I want you to remember for a minute this morning those who've had a part in, in, in bringing you to Jesus. Those who encourage you. Maybe the person that shared the actual gospel with you and flip through Scripture and said, look here, you're a sinner. Look here, God loved you enough to die for you. Look here, your sins can be forgiven, you see? And so give thanks for the people that God's brought into your life. Give thanks for the people who nurtured you. Give thanks for, here you go, all right, let, let, let's give moms a little prop this morning. You ready? Give thanks for the, the, the family. The, guess what? You know what? As a child, I never, ever, ever had to wash clothes. My mom, you know, she showed me where the detergent went. I didn't wash clothes till I went to the University of South Carolina. Thank you, Mom. Right? Mom cooked. I don't remember cooking ever until I had to eat ramen noodles at the University of South Carolina. Right? You see? So I give thanks when I remember my life when I remember all that God's poured into me, when I remember the things that God's provided for me, when I remember the people who have spoken into my life, when I see the hand of God moving people to have an impact on who I am and and what's going on in my life, and I go, thank you, God. You see? But can I just go ahead and tell you, things haven't always been perfect. Matter of fact, the challenges of my life I thank God for those. Because it, it, it's through some challenges in my life that I've seen real growth. I've seen God do miraculous things in, 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 in just sp- spiritually in who I am. And I go, thank you, God, for that difficult season. Thank you, God, for, for that... Here you go, you ready? Thank you, God, for that pain. Whether it was emotional or even physical for that matter, or, or whatever, thank you, God, for, for, for bringing me through a time. Maybe maybe you've never had a problem, right? Everybody that's never had a problem in their life, raise your hand. See, no, and not by, anybody in the room is going to raise their hand. Because we've all been through some difficult seasons. Maybe you're in one right now and you're going, I just don't know if I can make it. Well, guess what? God knows right where you are. And God's already laying the things before you to bring you through the season. See? Maybe maybe you're looking back like I am, looking back at some difficult times in your life and going, thank you for that day, God. Thank you that I was at the end of my rope. And you made my rope longer. See? See? Second thing he says, he says, we always thank God for all of you, making mention of you constantly in our prayers. We recall. So think about Paul, Savannah, Timothy, and the others who travel with him. All right, so Paul's not preaching, you know, 24-7, and so as they're moving from Point to point, or or they're in this town and then they move to that town, or or they're in this synagogue or that synagogue or that meeting place, and in between, you know, they're kind of stone. I say, "Do you remember, oh, Nick?" Right? You remember old Nick? Remember what he said when, 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 uh, Sylvanas, you were sharing from from the teachings of Jesus, and and you were talking about some of the things that Jesus had done, and and you were sort of relating uh, the 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 message and the 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 narrative of the Gospels when we were in that little village. And old Nick, that guy standing at the back that we didn't think had a chance, spoke up and said. I want Jesus. I'm picking on Nick because he's sitting right there. But, but I mean, that guy, you know, and, and and so Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy are sitting around remembering people, specifically remembering these folks in Thessalonica and going, remember that one that stepped up. Remember that one that didn't. You See? So he's saying we, we recall in the presence of our God and father. So, so what he's saying is, is that we give thanks and we pray for you as God brings you to mind. So I want to share something with you up in Maryland when I was first pastoring, this was back in 98 or so, we were outside, like I said, Aberdeen Proving Ground and and Edgewood Arsenal. Y'all know Edgewood Arsenal is where all the Agent Orange is? I don't know if y'all were aware of that. I didn't find out until I signed my real estate papers on my house. Uh, it was one of those disclosures that they have to make, right? <laughs> oh, I want to make you aware that all the Agent Orange in the country is right over there. Thank you, okay? Uh, anyway, I shouldn't say things like that, but I do. But here you go. But, but I remember that, that I, we, there, there were like four deacons there at Town Baptist Church, and, and one of them was a guy named Timothy Dufour. And Timothy was, if I remember correctly, he was probably the youngest of our deacons. And uh, anyway, Timothy, Tim was a, um, a, a helicopter mechanic. We've got some of those in this community, right? He was a helicopter mechanic. And so I wanted to pray for Tim. I wanted to remember, to recall, to pray for Tim, Right? And, and, and so, so I, I, I go driving down the highway one day. Uh, I had that familiar sound that if you've lived in a military community, you know, you're kind of driving along, and all of a sudden you hear this. And you feel like, okay, a truck's bearing down on me, but it's really a helicopter or two overhead. And, and, and this hel- these two helicopters went right over the top of me on the highway. And as they went over, I said, God, be with Tim. Help him to make sure that those things don't crash on me. (laughs) But but what really dawned on me was every time you see one of those helicopters, pray for Tim. And so I began to use that sort of association to pray for Tim, to pray for Tim. There was another guy in that church up there. um, And and (laughs) Anyway, there's a particular truck that I still see today okay it, it, it's a it's an armored car truck uh and it has the same name so every time i see one of those trucks i pray for that guy pray for him. if i see two of them in a day i call him because i figure god you're reminding me of him twice today i probably should call him you see so, so, when I talk about memory and I talk about what it is that God uh, motivates us to, pushes us toward, encourages us in our faith, I mean, we're walking with Jesus. I'm giving you some benefit of the doubt this morning that you're walking with Jesus. Now, what is, uh, as, as the rest of the staff encourages me, what is the best practice for us walking with Jesus to recall, to give thanks? For those in our lives, for those who have had an impact in our lives, for those who have poured into us or maybe those that we've had the opportunity to pour into, you see. Paul is writing to the Thessalonians and he's saying, for me, Silvanus and Timothy and our crowd, as we're walking from town to town, village to village, preaching, preaching, going and going, we remember you. We give thanksgiving for you. We pray for you. You see? Now, it's easy for us to read these first three verses of First Thessalonians and, and to go, oh yeah, that's just the, the dear Thessalonica part of the letter. And not consider what it is that Paul's saying. Paul's saying, I give thanks every time I think of you. I, I, I pray for you. And then he says, we remember or we recall in the presence of our God and Father, your work, which is produced by faith. We recall your labor, which is motivated by love. We recall your endurance, which is inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, remember. Yeah, it, it it almost becomes, and, and forgive me for saying it, but I got to. Because we 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 poke a pen in the calendar and call it a day, it almost becomes cliche to say Memorial Day. Right? What I wanted and, and, and believe God was leading me to do today is to say, no, stop. And remember that you are blessed because, first of all, Jesus died for you. Okay? Stop. Remember what I did for you, is what God's saying to us. Remember. Remember the person who shared the gospel with you. Remember the preacher. If you grew up in church, remember the preacher you grew up under. You probably didn't show him a whole lot of respect. At least when you turned 16. Right? Remember that guy. Remember the Sunday school teacher who who patiently opened up a little Sunday school quarterly to teach you when when you didn't want to pay attention. I've told you, I I don't mind burying all of my my laundry. My Sunday school teacher, I've shared with you about Doug Shannon and Harold West. Doug Shannon had a, he he probably has gone on to the Lord now, but I don't know because he was old back then. But, but Doug was one of those guys, his hair kind of went over like this. And Doug used to sit in front of the window. How, how many of y'all remember this story? He'd sit in front of the window in our Sunday school room. And while he was looking down at his quarterly and his book reading to us the Sunday school lesson, we'd make paper airplanes. And one Sunday, I was sitting at the other end of the table from, from Mr. Shannon, and he was sitting there, and I was sitting here. And I had made one fine jet fighter. And he was reading, and he looked down, and the window was open behind him. And for a fifth-grade boy, (laughs) that's an invitation. And so he's looking down at his book, and I drew back with my airplane. And I let that thing fly. And then he looked up. (laughs) And that thing stuck right in his hair. Do you know he never told my dad? And they were deacons together. He probably had an obligation as a deacon to tell my dad. Never told him. Right? Man, I think about Doug Shannon. and I thank God for Doug Shannon. Because for whatever reason, and I know it's it's your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. I say thank you, God that Doug Shannon had an endurance for fifth grade boys. He loved me on some level, right? He was my Sunday school teacher. So today, I I really just want to encourage you to remember. Maybe you don't have the the, the childhood and, and upbringing that I have. Maybe you don't have that Doug Shannon in your life. Or that Harold West or that Rule Westbrook or or that Enoch Finkley or that Eddie Piper. But remember you're here though. I don't know why you're here. Some of you I know why you're here. Some of them I don't. Some of you I don't know. Maybe you're here because I I I'm I'm gonna pick on you guys because I met y'all first. They're they're vacationing here. I, man, I celebrate you, dude, I promise you, because I remember as a kid going on vacation, we didn't go to church. So when a family comes to Topsail Island on vacation and seeks out a worship place on Sunday morning, I go, woo! Right? Hey, I love it that you're here. But, but you're not here in a vacuum somebody poured into you at some point in your life to to motivate you to be a part of worship and to honor God and to celebrate in worship and to come together as the body of Christ and the family of God and the gathering of the saints to to celebrate what God has accomplished. You see? And maybe you've never been in church before. Guess what? Here at the gathering, I have people from time to time come and go, it's the first time I've ever been in church. And I go, wow. Wow. Why are you here? So-and-so invited me. Well, remember that guy or that girl. See, because God is the one who, and this is one of my life verses, and this is where I'm going to close. You ready? Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean, do not lean on your understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge God. Acknowledge Him and He will direct your path or set your path straight. You see? Give thanks for those in your life who pour into you. Pray for them every time you think of them and use associations to pray for people. Right? Right? remember don't forget don't forget that god has done great things on your behalf okay we're gonna sing in just a minute for this hour we're gonna sing another praise and worship thing and you get to sing praise to god and and maybe god has asked something of you and called something of you but uh You get to respond to God. I'm going to be standing down here. Nick can be standing over there. The band's going to be up here. But let's praise God together. Maybe you don't know Jesus. We want to introduce you to Jesus. Maybe you know Jesus, but you're not walking with him. You need to have a conversation with him about sin. Maybe you want to be a part of what God's doing here at the gathering. You come on down here. We'll tell you how to do that, too. Pray with me, all right? God, I praise you, and I thank you again for today. and God, just the opportunity you've given us to celebrate and worship you. God, this morning, it, it's, it's a great weekend. It's a, it's a holiday weekend. And yet, God, we want the holiday to have meaning. And so, God, we want to remember, want to remember all the things that you've done and, and accomplished in us and through us and, and on our behalf. And so, God, we celebrate Jesus this morning and the love that you have for us. And, Jesus, your, your willingness and, and your sacrifice to die for me. God, I thank you for this community community and the families represented uh, throughout our military and, and very specifically in this room and, and the willingness of those families to, to give all. God, I thank you for those men and women that I know personally who've, who've given their lives for my freedom, for my liberty. God, this morning as we sing to you, we, we want to respond to you. God, there might be somebody here that doesn't know Jesus. We want them to know Jesus. God, there might be somebody here that just needs encouragement and support and prayer. Might be somebody here who wants to be a part of what you're doing here at this gathering. God, we just want to respond to you. We just want to answer yes as you ask. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.